seize the day with another daily affirmation from Best Fiends. Enough is never enough. Why be happy with what you have when you can have more? By playing Best Fiends. With thousands of levels, there are always more puzzles to solve. Because more is better and enough is never enough. Download Best Fiends for free today on the App Store or Google Play. You'll even get $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. At Metro by T-Mobile, we're giving you more savings. Get the new iPhone SE now with 5G at the lowest price in prepaid. Just $79.99 when you switch. I post a lot, so I need a phone that keeps up with me. And thanks to the iPhone SE with 5G and advanced 4K camera, I'm snapping and sharing while my followers are smashing the like button. Switch and get the iPhone SE for just $79.99, only at Metro. Limited time offer, in-store only, price for 64GB model with eligible port, $60 plan, and ID. See 5G device coverage and access details at MetroByTMobile.com. Ah, please do come in. You are most graciously welcome to Tens on Tens, a girl talk comedy podcast in which two tens make top ten lists about whatever they choose and shoot the shit, as it were. So procure the libation of your choice and, pardon my candor, sit down, shut up, and listen. Here are your hosts, the debutantes of debauchery, the queens of crass, the mistresses of muckrockery, Emma and Lo. Hey, Tens. Hi, Tens. I think that's the first time we've, like, set up and we didn't have to do a bunch of drama to get started. Because we're, like... You mean, like, catching up on life drama? Well, not... No, I mean, like, let's plug in the mic. Is the mic working? Testing mic? Blah, blah, yeah, blah, that blah. that was smooth. Yeah. Is that an o- omen for things to come? Maybe we're, like, getting it together. Maybe. Or something. Maybe. I feel pretty, like, good. I've been, like, consistently making sure that we have episodes available on time for people. Mm-hmm. And we've Killing got, it. Yeah, we've got a good backlog for you guys. It feels nice. I just want to say this is low, by the way. That's Emma. Oh, hi. <laughs> I feel like, you know, you guys should know who we are. You right? should, absolutely. This is episode 11. But if someone is coming in and we're about to, like, talk about sure. Queen Rihanna... Oh, yeah, indeed. You know, but listen, what kind, of, what kind of sociopath starts a podcast on episode 11? Me. A girl. 100%. I'll be like, oh, this looks interesting. Episode 47, play. That's fair. And then I backlog because I'm crazy. Especially if you saw that the episode was like best Rihanna songs of, of course all time. You're like, uh, my people. Yeah. So if you uh, weren't picking up on those context clues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, today's episode, we're talking about our girl, Riri. We love her. Do we? Um, and we've touched a little bit on her, especially in our karaoke episode. So I made sure today that I didn't talk about too many of the songs that we mentioned there, which was like Unfaithful, Russian Roulette. Mm-hmm. Those are really good songs. But I didn't put them on my list <clears> despite <throat> them being like top tier for me. Um, and then the way we did this was a little bit difficult. So this is kind of um, going to be an experiment of some <laughs> sort. So Rihanna's entire discography is phenomenal we know this yeah. okay? it would be like a top 100 if we really exactly yeah we really exactly. applied ourselves and so normally since we want to be able to give you guys as much content as possible Lo and I will like divide up something to make sure that we don't overlap in our list too much so like you know American Girl Dolls someone will cover the old ones someone will cover the mm-hmm. new ones with Rihanna we tried to do that too but then we're like oh shit maybe not yeah there were some that each of us felt very strongly mm-hmm. about but they were like overlapping in eras yeah. so so we did divide it and we both made lists for each like era but then I think we also made our own personal like 
favorites of all time list. And that was, I think it was really fun. Yeah. Did you well, find Well, mine, that, I don't have a 20. I have 10 that, like, yeah. overlapped. So yeah, we yeah, might have yeah. some similar ones. But, sure. but, you know, Emma's always coming in with the actual information. I'm always like, this is a bop. So hopefully <laughs> oh my God. the two of us will have something I, good. I don't know, like, how much research I did on this one because I was just like, you know what, it's just vibes. Let's just well, and also, like, if you don't know what we're talking about at this point, like, it doesn't need a lot of context because if you don't know these songs... What then, are you doing? Then what? You have a deeper thing to unpack there than that. Did you not go to homecoming in middle school? Like what? Come on. Did you, come on. Oh, yeah. I twerked my first twerk to Rihanna. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, but what I was going to say earlier when I when I forgot to introduce our names is I want to give a shout out to Emma for being so awesome at social media and oh, releasing yeah. the episodes. Yay. Yay! So all the pink bubblegum aesthetic is so her. And it just makes so much sense. Thanks. I'm like a, the Canva queen, which is like, <laughs> I love Canva so much. And especially because when you work at a job where nobody's as young as you and everyone's older than you, they're like, holy shit, you're so talented. Mm-hmm. I'm like, absolutely, I am. Thank absolutely. you so much. I am not at all using Canva.com. <laughs> no, Canva makes it so easy. This oh, isn't yeah. even paid. Uh, no, sorry. Canva, sponsor us, please. Please. please? But I just love Canva. If you guys are like doing any sort of, sort of like creative project, I highly recommend Canva. Yeah. Um, I used it for a different project, not this one. But, but you know, I just be using it yes. sometimes. But speaking of aesthetics, I want to talk about to you about mm-hmm. Rihanna's different aesthetics. Ooh. Because I feel like you can see in her albums yeah. that she becomes different aesthetics. Right? Mm, I love that. Yeah. I think the, the most iconic one for me was the Good Girl Gone Bad era. Okay. Like, right as she was like, fuck my label. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start looking fucking good. That's right. And she is amazing. I remember, like, hearing a story about how her label's like, don't cut your hair. Like, mm-hmm. it's beautiful and lovely. And everyone's got to have the CW beach waves. Yep. Okay? And she didn't <laughs> tell anybody and then, like, got it all shaved off. And I was like, icon, icon, icon. Yeah. And I kept a... A copy of Teen Vogue that she was on mm-hmm. in a, like, pink dress with that cool little asymmetrical bob. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Iconic. It is iconic. Do you have, what is it you call, you call it celebrity something. It's like fake news about celebrities. Oh, blind items? Blind items. Do you have any celebrity blind items about Rihanna? No, I have, I feel like I want to look into it because yeah. she keeps a pretty low profile. She does. Which is like. She didn't at first and then she, I think, learned her lesson. It was like, no. goodbye. Everyone. No, but I think she like, she can get the, gets away with anything. Oh yeah. Like paparazzis will, will take pictures of her smoking a joint and she's like, what of it? Yeah. <laughs> and like, nobody can say anything to her. And yes. so, I, I cannot stress how much I love her. She's never done me wrong. I'm nope. a huge supporter of both Savage X Fenty and yes. the Fenty Beauty yes. line. I could do a full face in Fenty Beauty. It's I'm literally obsessed with it. I have Fenty lip gloss on right now. Well, I did. Speak. It might have gone away because I, I was drinking water, but... <laughs> Last bottle for on. life, baby. That's right. That's right. I, I th- seriously think that I might have that in every single color. I remember when she dropped her line at Sephora. Mm-hmm. I was there the next day. I was like, bitch, let me get in. And it's such good makeup. I, I don't think that. there's anything that Rihanna puts her mind to that she cannot do oh, everything is yeah. just like top quality top tier and i personally I, I know we're all upset that she hasn't released new music but like mm-hmm. i think that was a bitch baller move like that's amazing she was like i'm on top I, you're not gonna see me crumble like mm-hmm. all these other mm-hmm. celebrities that just keep madonna that mm-hmm. just keep going and going and going yeah. she's like i'm gonna peace out while i'm oh while I'm, and, while I'm to, and to leave the the world with anti uh, or anti and yeah. then just peace out after that honestly yeah. it's like if you do make an album you're gonna have to like fill some big shoes. Yeah, it's pretty much filling the... your own big shoes. <laughs> and she just keeps raising the bar. Yeah, she does. She does. What is that, Michelle Obama? Look at you go, girl, raising Look. the bar and doing it flawlessly. That's right. That's Rihanna. That's uh, Michelle to Rihanna. I have a sign in my classroom that says "Reduce, reuse, recycle, Rihanna" from um, Broad City. 
that. I was like, in case you guys were uh, unaware that I'm a big fucking liberal. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me put it on the side. Let me put it on the side. <laughs> and one of my coworkers was like, is that in like a Soylent Green kind of way? Like, do people eat Rihanna? And I was like, no, Lou. <laughs> Lou? That's the perfect name. <laughs> Love that guy. Not even not even lying, but he's a little bit unhinged. I saw him open a bag of pork rinds with a pocket knife at the cafeteria <laughs> table last week. And I was like, you know, only in the country. That though. is the exact type of person that I would imagine would ask that question about Rihanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pork yeah, rind, yeah. pocket I mean, knife. When, when COVID was, like, at its peak and we were starting to move back into schools for some reason, the teachers had to move around to different classrooms mm-hmm. and not the kids. So I was teaching in other teachers' classrooms. And I taught in oh, his gosh. classroom. She was insane. The motherfucker, he screwed his whiteboards on sideways, like diagonally. Mm. So I had to write diagonally on a whiteboard. And the markers would just slide off the little ledge <laughs> onto the floor. And I was like, how does this chaos man live? Interesting. Did he have camo in his class? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, okay. you know. Um, he... Whatever. <laughs> you know? It is what it is. What it is. Every year in the yearbook, he wins most likely to survive a zombie apocalypse, and that is true. I yeah. can see that. I mean, anybody who opens snacks with a pocket knife is going to be a survivalist. And every day, he eats pork rinds and spinach. He wraps the, the pork rinds and spinach, and he eats it, and I'm like, you are both a caveman and a renaissance man at the same yeah. time. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, regular non-cooked spinach? Yeah. Raw spinach. Raw spinach. In pork I mean, that's some bunker shit. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm like, <laughs> he'd survive like hundreds of years, literally underground. And and you know, he wears those bracelets made out of those like twine that you know what I'm talking about. I think so. That you can unwind and pocket knife at all times, just by being at a school. Yeah. How is he? You know why? Okay, I went to a bridal shower last week with uh-huh. some of my other coworkers and my boss, the the vice principal, also had a pocket. And she's like, I keep this, I keep this motherfucking thing on me. I was like, where the fuck am I? I didn't yeah. think we could bring weapons to that school. Very interesting. Anyway, Anyways, back to Rihanna. I have a, I do have a student who looked at my sign and she was like, is Rihanna your favorite artist or something? And I was like, yeah, you could say that. But we are starting to get into the era of like people naming their kids Rihanna. True, it's coming. I need back. you to know that. Yeah, I've had. Do a, you have? Do you have kids? I've had at least two, yeah. Yeah. Name Rihanna. I mean, it's a beautiful name. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Let's get into this era, girl. <laughs> You'll never live up to her, however, however. I'll allow you to have the name the nameplate. I will tell you, one of the ones I have taught with that name, she had excellent eyelashes. We love to see it. Middle schoolers wearing falsies is a little alarming, but, you know, you're like, those do fucking slay good, good work. <laughs> Being on TikTok, mm-hmm. the one thing I've learned is that 13-year-olds are looking more and more like 25-year-olds every oh, yeah. day. Oh, yeah. I would not have survived, which I think we've talked about before, but I literally would not have survived. <sighs> it's okay. Y'all need to do your time with blue eyeshadow and braces, okay? Y'all jumping straight into an Invisalign and yeah. a smoky eye? Fuck you. Orthodontia first. <laughs> <laughs> Makeup second. <laughs> uh, it's okay. We're not bitter. It's fine. We're well, speaking good. of someone that's been beautiful their whole uh, life, literally. Yes, literally. Um, would you like to go first on Rihanna? Or do you sure. Like to go so first? do we want to start with, like, our personal, like, all over? Or... I, I only made a top ten. Okay. Gotcha. So I kind of narrowed it down. I made, like, one that was, like, from the eras mm-hmm. and then one that I felt gotcha. really strongly about. Yeah. So we might have the same song. Okay. But again, like, hopefully our facts will be, like, a little bit different from each other. We can pull lyrics mm-hmm. that touch us differently, I guess, for okay. lack of a better phrase. Um, but it's up to you if you want to go first. Yeah, sure. Go. I, I did not go as research heavy on this one because I just list, literally pulled up Spotify and was like, 
Shuffle. Yeah, let's fucking do it. <laughs> but what I did do is, um, so there's this really famous bracket list mm-hmm. that was made by um, Mancapper. I don't know how to say your Twitter. I'm so sorry. It's M-A-N-C-A-P-R-R. Okay. And they are like a, a writer for Rolling Stone. Oh, cool. But um, she and one of her friends made this March Madness bracket that I filled out. Um, And I posted a little preview for you guys on the Instagram if you want to check it out, but essentially they divided it into four categories. Mm -hmm. So they picked a bunch of the best songs, like Mm -hmm. the most listened to songs on Spotify. You know, they're not going to include the ones that only get like 200-some streams, right? Right. Um, And they divided it into four categories. The first being called Paris, which is the vibe of like her more love songs, ballad type, kind of really classy sounding music. Um, The second one is Barbados, which is Mm -hmm. like her dance pop, kind of like more island sounding music. The best era, in my opinion. (laughs) She has LA, which is where a lot of that like EDM electronica music is. And then New York, which is her hip-hop heavy focus. Ooh, very interesting. Yeah, so they took multiple songs from multiple different albums and then found the vibe based on those and then compared those accordingly. That's smart, yeah. So I did go through it, and honestly, the ones that came on top for me, I was a little surprised, but I did consider them. So the one that really surprised me is my number 10, um, and it's Yuta One from the album Talk That Talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You the one that I do. I didn't even like think about that song when I, this line, this list came up. But when I was going through them, some of the songs that I paused on, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I forgot about this one. Yeah, and it's I like just, an underdog, right? You yeah. like forget that you love it, and then you play mm-hmm. it, and you're like, "My love is your, your love." love. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh shit, this is this is delicious." Yeah, yeah, and if you if you find yourself singing the song for the rest of the day, you gotta you gotta consider that. Yeah, you know that happened to me with um. California King Bed, too. Oh, great song. Yeah. That's, a, like, a Paris one, right? Like, if you had where, did, where was it on here? I know I have it on here. Hold on. Yeah. It's Paris? number seven on okay. the Paris list. Oh, I want to see if I can, like, categorize yeah, okay. as I go through. That'd be, that'd be Can fun. you guess what um, You to One is? I feel like You to One would probably be L.A., if I had to guess. Mm-mm. No? They put this one in the Barbados category. Oh, that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. And this one's actually... I thought this one was from one of her earlier years, mm-hmm. like, from the first four albums, but it's not. It's from the later four. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of maybe, like, a, a reach back to her roots from, like, Music of the Sun and Girl Like Me. Yeah. Um, so it is kind of, like, a fun, more lighthearted Rihanna song after you had that album full of, like, shooting people <laughs> and Russian <laughs> roulette style. Yeah. So, girl, what, are you going through it? Yeah. Or? She was. She was. She was. Um, yeah. But I do really like that one a lot. But the California King Bed song also kind of cracks me up. I didn't, I had it on my list originally, but I took it off because I was like, this shit kind of corny. Mm-hmm. Um, California. Yeah. <laughs> she calls it my California King. I'm like, your mattress man? Girl. What? <laughs> I went to mattress warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Found myself. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine her just sobbing on a California King at mattress warehouse? I can envision it. And it, in fact, that is what the music video for Literally. Hate That I Love You is. <laughs> yes. I have that on my list. Oh, it's God, tacky, same. Oh, tacky. Same. We'll, we'll get to it, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, that was my number 10. What you got? That is good. So I kind of categorized mine because I feel like Rihanna has always kind of pulled um, she's always had, she's obviously Barbadian, which mm-hmm. is, I believe, how you pronounce it. Um, she's from Barbados, so she's always had kind of that Caribbean, like, dance, dance hall, like, mm-hmm. um, influences, and you can see that through her albums, but, like, you kind of touched on, every one of her albums is, like, a very distinct, like, mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. goes really heavy on one aspect versus yeah. another. So, like, there's some where she's very ballad heavy, mm-hmm. there's some where she's very, like, fuck all y'all, like, here's my hip-hop, yeah. like, out-of-left-field stuff that you're not really expecting from her, to be honest, mm-hmm. because she came out, I mean, she did, what, the music video at the end of, like, um, what is that movie, um, the dance one, 
Oh God, I don't know. And she's in like the Honey Step Bee. Up or something? <laughs> I've never seen any of those movies. I think it's like Step It Up. Step Up. The step Street. Up, step Up. Yeah. And she's like in the Honey Bee and she's doing oh Ponder Replay and like oh. she she very much came out of the gate as like obviously like a pop star that America mm. wanted to see. Yeah. And I kind of categorized it as like that's kind of in my later like ten to nine to eight whatever. Mm. And then I get closer to like her true style which i think is anti personally oh yeah um into like my tops so that's how yeah. i organize it okay I'm so that. that being said um the one that i think is number 10 for me that actually is on your uh karaoke list Ew. would be unfaithful oh, fuck yeah. because that is from her one of her earliest studio albums it's from her second one a girl like, like me, me. Mm. that came out in 2006 which is it's so out of its time yes like i was expecting it to be like way later in her discography but no yeah Holy shit. And it does not compare to the rest of the songs on there, because when no. she has a bunch of, like, shit featuring Sean Paul and yeah. whatnot, and you're like, will you come on? Who are you cheating on? Sean Paul? I know, literally. <laughs> but that one is interesting, because you heard during the time, like, 2006, it was a lot of, like, my man's cheating on me, and this mm-hmm. one was from the perspective of, of someone woman. who, yes. like, I know that he knows that I know that he knows that I am cheating, and it's just, like, a very interesting song. Yeah. But Unfaithful was written by Neo, actually. That makes which sense. Which makes yeah. so much sense yeah. when you listen to it, because it's very Neo-y. So, oh, <laughs> I've always Love Neo. I wonder if he wrote it for her or if he wrote it for like a male artist and then was like, you know what, let's put a fucking spin on it. From this. what I saw, it looks like he wrote it for her, nice. which I think yeah. is interesting because I would think the exact same, yeah. same thing that you said, like it would be from a man's perspective. Right. Um, but obviously it's about a woman who, know, who her man knows mm-hmm. she's being unfaithful. He doesn't really have a backbone, so he's not really leaving her and she feels really guilty about yeah. it. So that song is great because I think in 2006 I was what, like 12? Yeah, 12 years old. Yeah. And I thought I knew what love was, and I was like, honestly, I vibe with this. <laughs> so it just sticks out in my mind. Uh, yeah. But to me, this is not, like, true Rihanna. <clears throat> like, I don't think she's coming into her own yet. So yeah. that's why it's number 10 for me. Yeah, that's fair. Because it's Neo's song. I mean... Yeah. But, yeah. you know, she, she did a lot of stuff with Neo, I want to say. She did. I got a and, lot on my list yeah. with him, yeah. And he's a great writer. So Fucking good. Fucking amazing. I he wrote he Irreplaceable. Knew... What? Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, he just... Let means... me double check that. I'm pretty sure. Okay. He needs more credit, I think, because people overlook him a lot, I think, as far as a songwriter goes. Yeah. What's the one that he did that was, like, his song? I was like... Yeah, he wrote it. Gotta fix my answering machine. Oh, um... That one. I don't know. He's... Loves... So, so sick of the so sick. Song. Yeah, <laughs> that song's a bop. Um, but it's funny because like the the ones that are written by Neo on my list with Rihanna, mm-hmm. it's so obvious that it's him. Like if yeah. you go back and listen, if you didn't know that, you're like, that's a Neo song. I gotta, I gotta a lot look, of her ballads. Yeah, I gotta look through that because that checks because mm-hmm. they do have a similar like tone to them. I have compared Unfaithful and Russian Roulette a lot, yep. but I think they might have had different writers anyway. I do have a vivid memory of when that song Unfaithful came out. Mm-hmm. I was at like summer camp. LMAO <laughs> sleepaway camp when I was like 12 you know and I yeah. remember a girl in the bunk Cabent uh, we lived in Cabents there were combination cabin tents which means it didn't have walls Cabents? Yeah, it was like a little... like a They're little, trying to make like terrible seem cool they're like you guys are in Cabents They're like here's this concrete slab <laughs> and it technically <laughs> mm, has these tarps that we pull down when it rains so, <laughs> Anyway um, the girl in the Cabent next to me I remember she stole one of the girls in her cabins like toothbrush or something mm-hmm. and she's like chase me chase me for it and for some reason they're chasing each other and she was singing unfaithful at the top of her lungs <laughs> and i was like this is incongruous that was some lgbtq shit happening i was like what's going on <laughs> anyway i will never forget that but oh my gosh what i do love about that song is that it's like it's like the first instance of like me encountering an anti-hero in a yep. narrative song yep. for in a woman mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, and the music video, same thing. It's, like, her, like, crying on the other side of the wall. Mm -hmm. It's, like, it makes you almost sympathize with her, even though she's 
Bitch, quit cheating on your man. <sighs> Honestly, he wasn't even that cute in the music video, so go do it. Oh I don't God. care. If Rihanna cheated on me, I'd be like, that's what I deserve. That's what I, the fact that he even got you in the first place, <laughs> I'm thankful. <laughs> so, whatever you need, queen. That's right. Okay. I forgot it was my turn. All right, so for this one, I was originally going to put California King Bed, but I was like, nah, I can't do that. Um, so okay. I put Please Don't Stop the Music. Oh, yes. Yeah, which I also thought this was from a later album because it was more dance hall kind of-esque, but mm-hmm. it is actually from um, uh, Good Girl Gone Bad, which I don't know if this happened to you, but I found out when I was making my list of my favorite top tens, it was mm-hmm. basically all from two albums. Um, oh, same. So... Yeah. You, the one was from uh, Talk That Talk, and then I have another one from a, one other album, but the rest of it's all um, Good Girl Gone Bad and Auntie, which I think Same. are her best <laughs> albums. A lot of overlap, yeah. Best albums easily, <laughs> because when we divided this this up into air, like, you know, time-wise, the first four albums that she had were Music of the Sun, Girl Like Me, um, and then, oh my god, there was another one. That Loud? I, la- yeah. Uh, no, I, I think it was something else. Loud was her... I think no, her fifth. Sorry, so the four, yeah. top four. The the last, the fourth one was um, uh, oh God, I, I just said it was my favorite album. And I can't remember the title. Good oh, Girl rated R. Yeah, 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 rated yeah. R was that. Um, but those are not even great. And, I, uh, yeah. So those two, I'm like, they're really like the end of each of your eras. So your yeah. coming out era, you peaked, you figured it out, mm-hmm. you just turned out this absolute fucking banger of an album, and then you waited, you did it all again, and then you came out with this another fucking mm-hmm. banger of an album. It was, it's just like very cyclical. Yeah. In her life. And it's nonstop good. Like, it's all good. Oh my god, I know. But Please Don't Stop the Music, I think, is really fun, because it comes on, and you're like, you can't, like, you, you, move, have you, you start moving to it <laughs> immediately. It's impossible. Um, and I love the Michael Jackson sample. Like, Mama Sam, Mama Sam, yeah. Mama Kusa. Oh, it just takes me back to, like, you know, it's like a, a middle school dance or, like, the, <laughs> it's homecoming. And I, I'm having, like, the fucking time of my life. Yeah. I don't know. I love yeah, that song. That I, one is really good. I wish I looked up, like, the writers and stuff for this one. I did not because I was just like, it's a vibe. Yeah. Uh, There's also vibe. not that many. I mean, I guess there are lyrics, but they're not. That's the thing about Rihanna. Like, at least in her beginning albums, her lyrics are not overly complicated. It is all about the beat. And, like, she has a similar thing, which I'll kind of go into, that um, a lot of people know SZA for. And mm-hmm. that's, like, her words are the melody. Uh, like, if you yeah. strip her words and, like, her lyrics away from the song, mm-hmm. the instrumental in the back is just a beat. There's nothing yeah. about it that would give you any indication of what song it is, for the most part. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some that are different, like the piano ballads and things like that. But, like, that's a perfect example. Um Please don't stop the music. You take her lyrics mm-hmm. away, it is literally just bump, 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 bump. And then she just comes in and just kills it with the lyrics. <laughs> so what what I love about Rihanna is, like, singing her songs. Or the melody, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that, like, she's kind of, like, in my range, you know? So like, when like, a Rihanna song comes yeah. on, I'm like, oh, it's karaoke time. Um, I mean, sometimes not quite. Like, I can't be singing... I fuck up on Faithful a lot, even though I love it's a singing hard song. it. Um, but yeah, this one is great because you started, it's like, getting late, right? You could totally yeah. just get, oh, I love it so much. But yeah, I feel like I am really impressed by people who are able to um, establish mood and theme with music and less on rely on their lyrics. Yeah. And that's why, I'd, like, Rihanna gets a lot of flack for not having very clear enunciation because she's from the fucking islands, babe. Yeah. Like, th- they just talk like that. Okay? She also gets a lot of flack for not having a very strong voice. Yeah, but that's... Okay, listen to literally anything on Anti and she's fucking nailing yeah. those runs. Yeah. You're just a bitch. Yeah, okay? y'all are just mad. Mm. Y'all are just jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. That's a great one. 
So my number nine um, is from, I want to, let me make sure that this is the earliest album. Because I, I put the albums and then, of course, my toxic trait is not organizing them. Oh, yeah, same. I <laughs> highlighted all of mine as the different, like, look, all of those are different albums. And then I didn't even write down what each color means for which album. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, wait, we didn't guess. Oh, um, okay, so wait. That wait. one's got to be, um, Please Don't, don't stop. stop the Music has got to be... What are, the, what are they again? Paris? Paris, Barbados, L.A., and New York. That one's got to be Barbados. No. No? What the hell? I'm losing. It's actually the L.A., but L.A. and Barbados are really similar. The difference, L.A.'s more hip-hop-y? Um, L.A.'s a little bit more EDM-focused. Oh, okay. Right? That makes Whereas sense, yeah. Barbados, like, a really good example for that one would be, um, uh, da, 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 like, Ponda Replay. Or, like, Work, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a great yeah, one, yeah. Exactly. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Okay, so I think I have this right. So number nine for me is um, from her Loud album, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, her fifth studio album, it's called Man Down. I'm sure you've heard of it. So Loud, is that the one where she has the red hair on? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and that- she's got like the, um, it's the one that has like S&M on it as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which is also a great song. Yeah. Um, if I had to guess, Man Down would be Barbados. Okay, let me see. Da, 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 da. If it man was da, man else, down I would Barbados. literally yeah. quit. I would literally throw my mic at. So this one, yeah. um, this one is very much. It's not the first time that Rihanna has gone back to her roots. Like definitely not. But this one is like truly, truly like Caribbean feel. You know, I do, it doesn't come to mind. I don't think I know. Oh, mama, mama, mama. Okay. I just shot a man down. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Central stage, yeah. I love this. Girl. We might need to edit. We might need to edit that out because that was fucking horrible. No, I love it. But um, man, down is just what. It's not dancey. It's very serious. Mm-hmm. It's very sad. It's very solemn. But like, I cannot. Like, I can't not finish the whole song. Dude. I very much have music ADHD. Like, I definitely Same. will like skip, skip. within ten mm-hmm. seconds. But this one, I have to listen to it. Oh yeah, that's how yeah. you know it's a good fucking. That's song. how you know it's a good fucking song. Um, there. The only other song I can think of that I'm like that with is like this. <laughs> I love I love uh, reggaeton and any kind of like Spanish or Latin music. Mm-hmm. And there's this one like group of rappers. I'm like I don't know who's Azuna and like a few others. It's called La Ocasión, and it's like five whole minutes of dudes rapping about fucking, and I love it. <laughs> Press play, and I'm like I will listen to the whole thing, and I don't yeah. know why. Anyway, if you haven't listened to it, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, the Man Down's great. But I love when she talks about like stories. I love yes. when she's like a storyteller. Yeah. I think more artists should embrace that element. I think that's why Taylor Swift's latest albums like took off so well because they're basically all stories. Yeah. I yeah. love that shit. And this is another example where Rihanna, like if you take the lyrics or you take like the I'm trying to think of the right word. I guess it would be the melody, but the way that she kind of beats out the lyrics, mm-hmm. if you take that away, the beat is truly just a Caribbean beat. There's no distinction that this it's a Rihanna song, mm-hmm. like it doesn't make it but then the way that her the rhythm of her lyrics goes, it makes it like a hit. Yeah, you know okay. what I mean. Did it mean to end his life? No, it wasn't right. Like it's all like a. It's just so cool. Like uh, the way it speeds up, slows down. You know, she really is a fucking talent. I can't <sighs> even get over how much I'm in love with her. Have you seen that whole thing about like every piece of article of clothing is ugly until Rihanna says it's not? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> she's like the first person I know to wear like the all the way up to the puss like boots. Yeah. And make it work. Make it work. Tree magnifique. Honest to God. What was the one big, like, tool fucking blue gown that was on the runway and it looked like a fucking cookie monster butthole? And she wore, <laughs> she it, wore it and we're like, never mind, it's cool. Never mind, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> You're so right. And what a, sorry, sorry. Another thing I really love about her specifically is that she's never really been pressured to look a certain way mm-hmm. or, like, I don't know, like, weigh a certain thing. Right. Rihanna's fluctuated in her weight, like, her whole life. And I... 
I love it because she makes it work and she's like, I'm not less cute yeah, than I was in here. unapologetic. Literally, oh my god. The Rihanna thickening of the past few years has been <laughs> one of my favorite things to watch. I'm like, you look so fucking good. She does. Did you watch Ocean's 8? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh my gosh. I'm so sad. I did see, I did see um, Battleship. Battleship that she Girl. Was in. Yeah. Oh my god. No, there was a, um, I want to say she was on one of those late night shows or whatever mm-hmm. with, who I don't know. One of those guys. And they were, like, joking about, like, pickup lines to do. And so Rihanna was there, and the host slides up to her, and he goes, Hey, are you, um, the girl from Battleship? <laughs> she, <laughs> was, she was like, get the fuck out of my face. I see her in a bar. <laughs> oh. And that cracked me up. No, but I said the Ocean's 8 thing because she looked so fucking good in that. Oh, I bet. She had this, like, red mermaid cut little off-the-shoulder moment with the dreads. I was like, oh, my God. There's nothing she can't do. Foam at the mouth. Foam at the mouth for her. And then another thing that plays in my head rent-free. First of all, I'm not looking for a man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. Did you know that she and Leonardo DiCaprio dated for a little bit? No, I did not. And then she broke up with him. And I love to imagine that because he... Like, I, in my heart, feel like Leonardo DiCaprio, after that, like, Rihanna broke up with him him, and he went to the club and picked up every 22-year-old model, lined him up and (laughs) fucked them all in a row to get over her. And he hasn't to this day. And he keeps doing that shit. And I love to imagine that she's the one he could never have. He had to sell his California king because it reminded him of her. He was like, get out. Get out. Same with Drake. They're Same all Drake. they're all like Ruined. I will die for you. That's I right. Will die. That's right. Now ASAP Rocky has her baby. God. Congratulations, Rihanna. I know. We're so excited. Do we know when she's due? I don't know. But I do, I do know that that baby is gonna be immune to every sort of cold ever because she is exposed. <laughs> she's she she or he rocks it. Love that for her. Love it. She she came out. Did you see the paparazzi photo? She's literally wearing underwear and like a lingerie. I'm pretty sure it's from her, you know, lingerie yeah. line, but this that is... baby just Hanging out. I fucking... <laughs> I love it. It's iconic. It's iconic. I'm wearing a um, Fenty, Savage Fenty sports bra at the moment, or a bandeau, but not bandeau, what is this, a bralette? Yeah. We get hot in no the fake claws, so we're here in our in our bras, um, <laughs> just chatting about Rihanna. I wore my, like, this is literally like a wool Sherpa, like, sweater. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. I know it's hot in here. Um, but, you know, I think Rihanna would approve, so... That's right. It's all good. Okay, is it my turn? It sure is, darling. Okay, number eight is SOS from Girl Like Me. <gasps> Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this one famously has a um, sample from Tainted Love. Yeah. Like, oh my God. First of all, that song originally very sexy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was a cover, but it was a cover. Tainted Love, the one in the 80s. Um, and I don't know who covered it, but. Me neither. I didn't know that. I thought the 80s was the original one. Mm-mm. Oh. Yeah. It's the better one, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then Rihanna, I haven't heard of it. Rihanna's like, let me take this shit and uh, I'm going to make it even better. Like, oh my God. And then the reference to, like, Tiny Dancer, that's John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bitch. Make it better. I couldn't. It was, and it's so early on in her career, too, to be, like, this fucking iconic. Because mm-hmm. it's the same album as Unfaithful. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of bops on Girl Like Me. And as yeah. a sophomore album, it's pretty strong. Absolutely. Because I think her debut album doesn't have that many hits. In uh, my whole bracket, I only have two songs, or sorry, three songs. I'm not even sure I'm familiar with the songs on her first album. Because they're not that great. Okay. Uh, the two songs I have on my list are... You Don't Love Me and Ponder Replay. Which, I don't know You Don't Love Me. Exactly. That's the only <gasps> other significant one. Yeah. So Ponder Replay, obviously, we know. But. Ponder Replay is a, a great song. I remember the first time I heard it was, like, on my way to the beach, and I was like, is this Christina Milan? Because I hadn't even known who <laughs> yeah, Rihanna was. Very similar styles. Um, but then I remember my cheerleading coach also used it in a routine, mm-hmm. and so now every time I hear it, I'm running, like, suicides in the, <laughs> the gym. 
Anyway. Oh, um, association. No, yeah. No, SOS is one of my favorites, and I had it on my iPod for the longest time uh, back when those were a thing. But what's interesting about it is on my iPod, I did not know how to add music. Mm-hmm. My mom, when she had bought me the iPod for, like, my 13th birthday or whatever, um, she had downloaded, like, 100 songs on there for mm-hmm. me, and that was one of them. And I didn't know how to add music on there until, like, much later. Mm-hmm. I want to say until I was, like, 15 or 16, so I just listened to the same 100 songs on repeat. I mean, listen. And so, when that happens, you get really tired of them really you quick. Did. I never got tired of SLS. How could you? Never. Never it's skipped It's not healthy it. for me to feel this way, you know? <laughs> exactly, and I've always said that. Right. <laughs> you know? You know, honestly, I've always said that. I'm not looking for a man. Okay, I'm done with that. I'll put that away for the rest of the time. <laughs> oh, no, what's the other iconic quote? She can be me, but she can't be my outfit. That's right. <laughs> or the one that's like, what do you do when you're not feeling so good? Fake it. <laughs> Otherwise, I just cry myself to sleep. Yes. What a waste. <laughs> I just get puffy. <laughs> Love her. Okay. <sighs> I could I could literally go on all day. This all is going to be a three-hour episode. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so number eight for me. This is not necessarily in chronological order, but like I said, we're just getting more Rihanna-y sure. as we yeah. go on. So number eight is Take a Bow. You look so nice. That's right. You better hurry up. <laughs> so this is from Good Girl Gone Bad, but Reloaded. Okay. So this is the re-release of her 2007 mm-hmm. third studio album. Um, so the name of the album technically has the Reloaded on the end, which is kind of confusing. But I so it. take a bow. If you had mm-hmm. to guess who it was written by, who would you guess? Neo. Yes. That sounds Doesn't that make right. so much yeah. sense? Yeah. Um, so like I said, Unfaithful is also by Neo and you can see similarities here. It's that very stripped down track. It's more ballady, um, and a ballad oriented songs, which song, which good girl gone bad was full of ballads. Yeah. Like, very full of ballads. Um, and take about is a very simple song, but I think it's what we all needed in 2008. Like it was yeah. just, it's kind of like unfaithful was like i'm cheating on you and he knows about it and then take a bow was like you're cheating on me and i'm not standing for it and you're dumb looking and you're dumb looking <laughs> that's right anyway, take a bow. um take a bow when i was asking like people about their favorite rihanna songs um i asked my co-teacher who's the teacher that teaches my sped classes with me yeah and she's amazing she's you know my same age and everything but i love when i ask people this question without mm-hmm. hesitation they always have an answer yeah even my 32-year-old white male boyfriend had an answer. My straight boyfriend. I was expecting him to be like, oh, I don't know, I don't really listen to pop music. But he was like, um, rude boy, immediately. So, love that. But when I asked my coworker, she said, take a bow. And a oh, lot okay. of people have said that one. That's, I mean, that's a great one. Especially if you've been cheated on, mm-hmm. which I definitely have. That, mm-hmm. that one saved me. Although I didn't yeah. get cheated on until much later. But you best believe it was on my playlist. I put that shit on blast. That's right. Yeah. It's a great song. It is a really great song. Okay, um, so number seven for me is Hate That I Love You, famously featuring our boy Neo. Yes, I have that one on my list as well. It's so good. I remember the first time I heard it on the radio and I was like, this is a perfect pop song. It's a ballad, it's a duet, but it is still like a fucking vibe. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. And also the music video for it where she's like getting dressed and she's in that beautiful like La Perla underwear. Gorgeous. I was like, am I gay? <laughs> is this my sexual awakening? I was like, am I gay? <laughs> really watching that. And I think she's never looked better. Um... I mean, she looks great all the time, but that's one of my favorite looks she's yeah. ever done when she's in that fucking trench coat and they mm-hmm. walk into the, the, the elevator. elevator. I was like, oh, oh, fuck. And then in the twist ending where they're not even singing about each other, I was like, <laughs> literally amazing. amazing. So <sighs> Take a Bow and Hate That I Love You, are those both Paris? Uh, let's see. I believe so. So Hate That I Love You is, okay. and let's see. Take a Bow is actually not, which I was surprised about really? that too. Can you guess where it is? It has to be. I know, I know. Um, no, it's not. New York? 
No. It's in the L.A. category. Um, L.A. is fucking me up. Yeah. I feel like L.A. is, is a bit more of a catch-all for most of them. Okay. And the, each category has 16 songs in it, so I'm sure that there were some that were, like... Oh, a little not, wishy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I also had to take out a bunch of songs that she was just featured on that were so fucking good that they put on this yes. list anyway. What's another one? Is like, Wild Thoughts. Oh, the DJ Khaled song. I don't know if you guys say it again. <laughs> I know you want to see, see me, me naked, 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 naked. We do. We yes, do. Yes, you are correct. Oh, my God. That song, first time I heard that, I was, like, in a wing stop, and I was like, this shit's sexy. <laughs> and I feel blessed. like this is... <laughs> I could not be happier in this moment eating a chicken wing listening oh to gosh. this. I love, that's peak. That's peak I was life. so happy. Some of the other ones are most of the songs that she has with Drake. You know, yeah. like, Take yeah. Care. Um, Such a good one. And then Four or Five Seconds, which most uh, people, like, don't like that I one. I fucking hate that song. Really? Yeah. I love it. I, it's honest. like Kanye and um, uh, Paul McCartney. I don't like it at all. M- my dad the other day asked me. Rihanna's the best part. I mean, it's true. And except that part where she goes, Wink, you, bro. What the fuck is that, bitch? <laughs> Not your best. Not your best. <laughs> she, had, she had the brakes a little bit. <laughs> yeah. My dad asked me last week. He, we were just talking about, I don't know, the Beatles, because what a, you know. What else did daughters and fathers talk you about? Know. And he's like, who's your favorite Beatle? And I was like, well, Paul McCartney's the only one that's done something with Rihanna, so him. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. like, well, okay. Yeah. Um, no, but Hate That I Love You, I think, is, like, my, not my favorite ballad, mm-hmm. but definitely one of those songs I heard that I was like, I think Rihanna's one of my top favorite artists. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, there's the, the build-up, and mm-hmm. they sing Hate That I Love You, and then, so... I can't even do it. Oh, my God. But a lot of people actually, I don't know if you saw this when you were, like, researching mm-hmm. or whatever, a lot of people actually criticized that song because they said it was really, really similar. This is to Neo, mostly, but yeah. they said it was really similar to Irreplaceable. Um, and they were I like, Neo, so. you gotta do something else. Because, I mean, you can just see, like, you can just totally tell when it's written by him, and they mm-hmm. they were kind of a little bit critical of it. They generally had positive reviews, but they were like, Neo, like, you gotta give us, like, a little bit something. I think I... I can understand like musically but tonally it's different yeah like hate that i love you is a lot more like serious and then a true ballad really. yeah, yeah and then irreplaceable is a little bit more tongue-in-cheek to the left, yeah it's like yeah. fuck you bitch yeah, yeah so yeah. i don't know but you know beyonce and rihanna are, are compared a lot they are they're compared they are. a lot even though they're like totally it's I would great. say they're totally different, but... I remember being obsessed with the concept of, of, like, waiting and dying for the day that Rihanna and Nicki Minaj and Beyonce would collab together. Mm-hmm. I was like, when is it gonna happen? Bitch, Powerpuff Girl style, yeah. huh? Do, Unite. Do, 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 do. I'm fully in the camp that um, Rihanna's the buttercup in that situation, Nicki is the bubbles, and Beyonce is the uh, blossom. I mean, she has to be. Of course. Yeah. I saw something mention it on... Um, uh, on TikTok, they're like, I would love, like, if you could have three artists together, who would it be? And someone said those three. And a comment underneath that was like, not the aunties. I was like, <laughs> you guys what? kill me. Are you serious? Aunties? Yeah. No. Because they feel like they've passed the torch no. kind of a little bit. So, like, Doja Cat's the new Nikki, right? Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Or, like, like, I don't agree. It's probably because we're from, like, we grew right, up with these people. Right. So, yeah. But, I mean, I could see it happening because, like, Nikki and Doja have done a lot of work together. Mm-hmm. Beyonce and Megan the Stallion have done work together. I'm just waiting for Rihanna to like come and pass the torch to like Rico Nasty or somebody. Right. You I know? don't think Rihanna's ever coming back. I don't either. I really hate to say I it, but either. I really don't think she is. Well, why would you when you have two other multi million dollar businesses? You know what I'm when saying? We've got an empire. That's right. Would you like to go again since we both had Hate That I Oh, was that on, that was on yeah. yours as well? Okay. It was. Um, number six for me is the classic, the. Uh, Incomparable umbrella. 
Great song. Yeah. And Tom Holland's lip sync dance to it runs in my brain exactly. 24-7. You can't separate the two. No. They exist together. <laughs> right. um, so Umbrella was another song that was also written for Britney Spears. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. The other significant one that Rihanna did that was originally a Britney song was S&M, which is interesting. That. Right, yeah. yeah. They do have that kind of sound to it, but I don't know why Britney didn't want to do it. Anyway, glad ass, Rihanna did. Ass, ass, um, if she did um, 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 um. There's actually, okay, so the original woman who recorded the, who wrote S&M mm-hmm. is the actress from Pitch Perfect that sings it in the battle scene. She's like the, the heavier set black girl with the undercut. In Pitch Perfect, I don't remember her name, I'm so sorry. Anyway, she sings it in that movie, and she mm-hmm. did the demo, and her vocals are still used on both the orig- uh, original Rihanna one and really? the Britney Spears ones. Yeah. So you can hear how Rihanna and Britney Spears have both done S&M, which is interesting. But I don't think Britney recorded Umbrella. It says Esther Dean. Does that sound yeah. right? Okay, mm-hmm. Esther Dean. Okay. That's so interesting. I had no idea. Yeah. So it's cool that she got to sing it in that movie, yeah. right? So can I guess what Umbrella is? Okay. Yeah, let me get my, li- my list. I'm... <sighs> I'm nervous. Yes. L.A.? Yeah. Yay, finally! Rihanna, I get a date with you as a reward. Yeah. <laughs> when? <laughs> Tell me when. Yeah, no, that's the first one on the L.A. list, so. Okay. For sure. Hell yeah. Um. So, I don't know about you, but, like, I feel like the era of music videos is kind of over for the most part. Uh-huh. And instead, what people do is, like, trending sound snippets that become TikTok fans is probably more popular and effective. Yeah. But when we were in, like, middle school, early high school, it was still around. Like, not in its heyday, necessarily, but I would, like, I would fall asleep with the TV on because that's what my mom would do. I don't do that shit anymore because it's straight, it's frankly whack. And if you do that, (laughs) go to therapy. Um, (laughs) Mother. Anyway. (laughs) It's hard. I don't know how you guys get to sleep. I have nightmares after when that happens. Yeah, Anyway, that's how I heard the buzz on Maggie's song. (laughs) Woke me up. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) But in the morning, when I would get up, the music videos from on like MTV or VH1 would be on. It'd be like the music video hour. Yeah, and I remember watching the Umbrella music video and thinking something was wrong with my fucking TV. Because I don't know if you remember this. Then the part where she's dancing mm-hmm. in the like rain, the half of the screen turns to sepia, and you're like, Oh yeah, you're like, Huh? Yeah, what's wrong with my display? That's right. <laughs> Knock on the TV. Yeah, and then it like switches up halfway through. So I was like, But it is a little strange to watch somebody like hump on an umbrella. But you know what? She does you know it. What? Artfully. Now, I will say, one time I did, it was raining, and we were about, we were in Atlanta, I was on a girl's mm-hmm. trip, um, shout out to my girls on the trip, mm-hmm. and it was raining, We bro- nobody wanted to carry the fucking umbrella, and I was like, I'll carry it, and it was one of those, like, extendo umbrellas, it yeah. wasn't Rihanna's umbrella, let's be honest, but it was, like, yeah. one of those, like, cheapy ones that had, like, the metal rod that you, like, pulled out. Yeah. I took that thing to the club. And you know me, when I get, like, a little bit of tequila in me or whatever, <laughs> I just want to dance. And I had an, a physical dance battle with the umbrella against a man. I mean... And I won. Good for you. It's That's a weapon right. at that point. That's right. And if anybody gets close to me, goodbye. Honestly, I I did some dirty things to that umbrella that night and I have no regrets. And I felt closer to Rihanna than I ever she, You know, life. so I can't even judge a little bit. One, one criticism I will say is I wish that there was a version as popular as the one with Jay-Z that mm-hmm. did not feature Jay-Z. Not that yeah. his rap is bad, but like when I want to sing Umbrella and his shit comes on, it's a no crowd. I'm know. like, I'm like, it okay, get, get it. to it, babe. Get to it. I, I've got a hot take. I mm-hmm. think Jay-Z ruins a lot of stuff that he's on. Like, I, I don't like him as a that rapper. That is a hot take. That is a hot Beyonce take. Beyonce is going to come murder me, assassinate me. I think, so Jay-Z is, is like heralded as like the best, um, like rapper of a generation, which, okay, um, maybe if we were talking about this in 2002, 
Um, no longer. No longer. I mean, he's definitely, like, an interesting guy. And I I think in the past few things he's turned out, I've been like, all right. Um, and, you know, the famous song of the title, which I cannot say, uh, that he featured with Kanye West, that is located in Paris, is oh. an excellent <laughs> song. Yeah. I do love that song a lot. Um, but yeah, I yeah, do. That is, that is, I'll give him a pass on that one. And then but a lot of, like, the popular, like, mm-hmm. popular ones that he's on, I'm like, mm. Well, did you listen to the Great Gatsby soundtrack? That shit fucking slapped, too. I have never seen the Great Gatsby. What? I know. The Baz Luhrmann one? <gasps> Queen! Now, I've never seen either. I've never seen the original. I've never seen the new one. I know um, what we're doing. Okay. I'm a terrible movie friend. Oh, Everyone's my like, have you God. seen this? And I'm like, what? Well, so, in the idea with the Boslerman Great Gatsby, not to be on a, on a tangent here, <laughs> but, you know... In- Let's face it. Teaching can be hard. But the work is meaningful. And the rewards? The rewards are priceless. If you're inspired to help students reach their fullest potential, Urban Teachers was made for you. Through extensive training and support, their program gives aspiring educators the tools to transform students' lives. Earn your master's and become a classroom change agent today. Apply now and receive a $1,000 signing bonus. Visit urbanteachers.com slash join us to learn more. Bored with your day job? We know how you feel. That's why we created Streamlabs, an all-in-one live streaming application combining everything you need to create content on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. It's never been easier to make money doing something you love. With Streamlabs, you'll get access to all of the features you need to grow your audience and increase engagement with your viewers. You'll also get the tools necessary to monetize your content and make a living doing what you love. Visit Streamlabs.com to sign up for free and start streaming like a pro today. In the jazz age, that was like the bad kids listen to jazz music. So they used um, hip-hop and rap music to kind of create that feeling Mm -hmm. um, because people who listen to rap music are often considered like you know criminals and shit so they're like trying to like make it so it has that same feeling that jazz had back in the day which was like a predominantly black driven music interesting um yeah and so it was a really cool effect so there's a lot of jay-z on the album and it's actually very good oh interesting i'll check it out i will have to check it out i'll put that on my list of things to do it's sunday Mm -hmm. so i have time later (laughs) okay so would i be on on number six now Mm -hmm. right okay Okay, so this one is, like, a pretty, not really well-known one, to be honest. Um, but it's What Now? I don't think I know that one. Okay. Um, that's the one that's... I don't want to... I'm so bad at singing. Okay, wait. But that's the one that's, like, um... I've been ignoring this fake lump in my throat. Oh. You know that one? <laughs> Why'd you sing it like what a now? Sesame Street character? Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, what is the thing that's, like... That's a big word for Elmo. <laughs> That's what now. Um, About Sonic Vinegar? So, uh, Unapologetic. That's their album, Unapologetic. Okay. Um, That came out in 2012. And I wrote some notes about Unapologetic, just the album, because I thought it was interesting. Um, So let me see if I can find that. Um, I'm on my notes app, you guys. My Mm -hmm. Mac fried. And I had all my notes in this, like, beautiful... Beautiful draw like document, and of yeah. course my computer crashed in the middle of it. And I have iCloud backup, but for some reason I didn't save that one. So I'm great. so surprised that that happened to your computer before mine because <laughs> no. we're literally talking about this. My laptop that I record this very podcast on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got in like 2012. I've dropped it off of a bunk bed onto tile four times at least. It's bent up. It shit is sometimes the display doesn't work. And yet, she's a survivor. She still keeps on trucking. That's and I right. think it's because she's like, I've survived so much abuse. I, I'm too <laughs> stubborn to die at this point. And she's point. a chain smoker. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so 
Okay, so Unapologetic, the album, I found it. Um, so Unapologetic, the whole reasoning behind it, Rihanna, obviously most artists, when they come out with an album, they say what the driving force behind mm-hmm. it was, what they're trying to say with it. Um, and so Rihanna on Unapologetic was trying to address all of her public controversies that had been going on at the time, mm. and this, like, party girl reputation that she was starting to get, and this is, like, very much around the area, like, post... Chris Percy, who must not be named. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so she explained that she named it unapologetic because she wanted to express how honest she wanted to be from that point forward. Mm. Um, there's only one truth. You can't apologize for that. She says, it's honest. I'm always evolving, of course. And I think the only motto I have is to be true to myself. Um, and she actually did tease the release of this album. So she was on 106 and Park. Do you remember that show? Mm, I don't think so. so. good. It was on BET. Um, and 106 and Park was where artists would come on and mm-hmm. kind of talk about their albums and perform and things like that. And she was actually promoting Loud, the last album. And then she called her fan base unapologetic. So she actually did tease its release, which I think is really cool. That is cute. But what now, if... That one's not very well known, Mm -hmm. but it's a power ballad, another power ballad. Can you Um, guess which era it's in? I'm gonna... See, I'm gonna get this one wrong. I'm gonna guess L.A. It's a ballad. See, but I would think that Hate That I Love You would be a Paris one if that one's not. Hate That I one. Love You is a Paris one. Which one was? Take a Bow is not Paris. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm all sorts of fucked up. Uh, What Now is in Paris. In Paris. Well. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I mean, these I are not that. hard and fast rules. Just a jumping off point. Yeah. Right? Apparently I'm jumping away because I'm not kidding. I would be interested right. in seeing how you grouped them, honestly. What? I feel like like how you would group Like if I went through into yeah, the yeah, quiz. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you would do the, the four like eras like this or if you would do it like in a different way because you're so unique so inventive so creative mm, some would say that and some would say she didn't do her notes in time and she's got them all over the place but we love it i love you for seeing me like yeah, that thank yeah, you so much but what now addresses that like i said public life and what it really looks like on the inside for yeah. her and some people are actually saying that what now is like a speak on mental health and how mm. she was doing um so there's a line in there that's like, you know, her life looks rosy on the outside, but she's ignoring this lump in her throat. Yeah. Um, she doesn't know what's eating away at her emotionally. And so she's questioning, like, what now? And yeah. there's no answer. There's no solution. Mm. But the music video of this song is what I think everybody should check out. It's super haunting. It was actually filmed in a warehouse in Thailand. Oh, shit. And it's got, it's, it looks like Saw, kind of. Like, she's okay, in, like, an fuck. all-white room, and there's just, like, TVs stacked on top of each other. It's, it's, it's raw, but it's eerie. Like, it's very vulnerable, but it's, like, a little creepy. Yeah. Um, so everyone with this song is kind of expecting what Rihanna has been doing in the past, which is very much like a romance Mm storyline where it's about a guy, like, um, this would be about like a broken relationship, but it's actually just her in the music video. And I think that's really interesting. There's no guy. There's no love. Yeah. Um, so this combines piano and then the chorus is like these very strong beats that we're used to knowing Rihanna from. And so it's a really, really good way of emphasizing the range of emotions that Rihanna is starting to show from unapologetic onwards. I love that. Yeah. I love Great that. Great song. She's Definitely just check such it out. a cool fucking artist. I know, I know. It makes me so mad when people write her off as just like a pop star. Mm-hmm. This is a thing that, that my boyfriend and I get an argument about because he hates pop music. And oh, like, okay. having a boyfriend is great, but You mean Mr. Rude Boy? That's Mr. his favorite song. Was Rude Mr. Boy. Rude Boy. <laughs> the very same. The very one and same, yes. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's people that'll be like, well, pop music is so repetitive, I don't want to listen to it, it's all shitty. And I'm like, you're going to say that? You're going to say that about Ponder Replay in my face? (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I feel like I wish people would give more credit to popular music. Because even though maybe they have lyrics written for them or it's produced by someone else, there's still artistry behind that. There's still someone there who had to create Mm -hmm. that from nothing. Yeah. And I think we need to, like, respect that more. I yeah. just think that pop music is worthy of the same level of analysis mm-hmm. and um, 
appreciation as any kind of fucking indie crap. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And you have to be so in tune with what the public wants for your stuff to be mm-hmm. successful. And I think Rihanna is one of the very few artists that if she did, like she came back, let's say, mm-hmm. and did like a best of tour, it would be sold out in a second. In a second. There's a lot of other really popular pop artists that cannot say that they have a full set list or something yeah, like that. Like something true. popular enough to do that. And Rihanna was turning out fucking hits. Yes. Literally, as I'm looking at these albums, like my top albums, it's a bunch of singles from two albums, mm-hmm. literally. And it's like, the, you are so good at figuring out what the people want, mm-hmm. but still keeping it unique. You, yeah, about her, yeah, exactly. Well, heralded as a great, honest to God. Yeah, truly. Okay. If that wasn't obvious enough that we dedicated a whole episode to her. <laughs> we fucking love this bitch love so you. much. I'm trying to think of, like, other artists I'm this passionate about. Lady Gaga, I love, like, a 14-year-old gay boy. <laughs> um, I keep that under wraps a but lot. But that's something similar. Like, I know everybody loves Lady Gaga. Sorry, I have something on my face. Um, everybody loves Lady Gaga, but I think if Lady Gaga did, like, a world tour, I'm not sure that she would have the set list that's strong, like, as Ooh. strong as Rihanna's. As many mm. hits. Because a lot of them are more underground. Yeah, if you like, kind of have to be a Gaga, like Gaga yeah, fan for sure. Exactly. Yeah, you know, Rihanna. Rihanna infiltrates, like, the clubs, like, everybody knows her. Uh, As she mentions in her song, Bitch Better Have My Money. (laughs) I love Every time I drop by, I'm the only thing y'all playing. That's right. That's right. Um, Turn up, Rihanna. (laughs) Wow, that whole club. Is that your five? Um, no, it's gonna be, though. It's up on the top. Uh, That one's gotta be, can I guess now while we're here? What place That one's gotta be New York. Oh, uh, Bitch Better Have My Money is New York. Hell yeah. Good one. Okay. Oh, can we pause and talk about New York from Flavor of Love for one second? Oh, you mean Tiffany? Yes, Tiffany Pollard. Have you seen the TikTok sound that's going around? And it's like, what would you like to tell? I would like to tell her that she's a fat (laughs) cunt. (laughs) And the shoes that she had bought for me is not something I would particularly wear. So she's talking about this woman named Gemma, who, Gemma something... I don't know, but she goes by the GC, mm-hmm. and I had no idea who this woman was until I went to Scotland with my mom in 2019, mm-hmm. and nothing was on in the hotel except this reality TV show of this white woman with a very thick British accent who, like, was like, I've got to go to a photo shoot, but I'm, I'm going to be about five hours late, love. I've got to get me spray tan. And so I am obsessed with her now, the GC, Gemma Coleman or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, if you haven't heard of her, look her up, but I love that Tiffany Pollard's, like... I hate that bitch. Pretty much, I would let Gemma know. <laughs> I, I want to learn it so I can do a TikTok to it, but it's so long. Tiffany Pollard, the story of her is so funny to me because Lo and I are both, like, pursuers of reality TV. 100%. And there's a particular type of person that you need to have on a reality TV mm-hmm. show. It's someone who's going to be a shit stirrer. Yes. Um, and so when they were casting for Flavor of Love, they do not know where she came from. <laughs> she appeared out of the ether. Nobody knows who brought her there. But she opened her Which mouth and so they're like, brand. you're perfect. <laughs> and everything she's been in, I'm like, this bitch is the funniest she is person so in the world. Um, <laughs> you're the only bitch I ever respected in here. <laughs> Beyonce, I could literally talk about her all the time. And I say if, like, Google or Apple updates their maps enough to the point where you can pick, like, people to direct you someplace, I would love a <laughs> Tiffany Pollard, like, personal that assistant. That would be amazing. That would be my favorite Pretty thing. much, I would like to let you know to take a right. <laughs> <laughs> a left is not something I would particularly... <laughs> if you pass the, the, pass the lane, she's like, bye! <laughs> okay, don't listen to me then. Uh, Oh, shit. Love her. You know what? We should have a top ten reality stars. Oh, you know what? I'm going to write that down right now because I just finished Love is Blind season two. 
Oh my gosh, me too! Um, I haven't seen the reunion yet, but that'll be on tonight's list along with Great Gatsby. Oh my god, that show's a disaster. We'll, I feel like we'll leave that for our reality yeah. TV episode. Yes, because yes. <laughs> okay. it takes a special brand. The Rihanna brand is not necessarily <laughs> a reality they TV brand, are people. Not exclusive. Anyway. Okay, number five for me, I have the, the very controversial work. That's I have that on my list as well. I knew we would have a lot of a lot of overlap. Yes. This song's so just good. hard to deny. It was literally like the topic of conversation for so long. Yep. It's like we can't ignore it, you know? Yeah. And this was the song that she got like the most flack for because she's literally talking in like a more island dialect, mm-hmm. like in her Barbados normal type of speech right. patterns. Yeah, they say it's um <clears throat> which I'm probably pronouncing this wrong, Jamaican mm-hmm. Patois. Patois. Patois, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jamaican Patois, but Rihanna puts like her spin on it, so mm-hmm. it's not even correct pronunciation under patois mm-hmm. so people are like Brenna, what the Hello. fuck are you doing she's like i'm being me leave me alone go away um there is this i i'm obsessed with linguistics and mm-hmm. patois is really interesting to me because essentially what that is is you have like what like port towns are really good examples of this like you know new orleans where um people come in there's different influences from all over the place and so for people to communicate they essentially have to create a language that's mm-hmm. in between both so that's like creole is an example yeah right and as that becomes the adopted language that most of the area uses, then it becomes a patois, which is, like, so cool. I don't know. If you're into to linguistics, I might have that incorrectly or swapped around, but I am obsessed with the way people talk in, in the islands in mm-hmm. general. Like, they're all so varied, so different. Yeah. But listening to them, it's they, there's a musicality to how they talk. And the way that they arrive at some of their syntactical structure makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And people still shit on it because it doesn't sound like the Queen's English. That shit gets me right. riled. Yeah, me too. I got reported for teaching CRT at my school because of that. I was literally teaching a lesson on African-American vernacular mm-hmm. English in the U.S. I was like, hey, I need kids to know that if you speak one way at school and one way at home, it doesn't mean that you're speaking wrongly. Yeah. You're speaking differently. Yeah. Language changes all the time. That's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. And someone's like, actually, miss... You are racist against white people. And I was like... Which is not even a thing. I was like, first of all, what you can do is eat my entire ass. I already taught it. My cookie monster asshole. Literally. (laughs) I was like, I already taught the shit. You can't make them unhear it. And what are you going to do? Fire me in this economy, baby? In this economy? In this job market? I don't think so. Go ahead. (laughs) Anyway. um, I love work because it's just a complete embrace of this. Mm -hmm. But it is heavily relying on the backbeats, which are not, like, significantly, like... I don't know, dramatic. Right, they're exactly. very like subtle, yep. but they're so impactful. And so that you can tell that the the way in which they produce Rihanna's music, the way she she contributes as well, is yep. very like purposeful. Mm-hmm. It's like being able to write. This sounds super fucking English major of me, but like, uh, so like Emily Dickinson was famous because her poetry was like very few words, but each word had meaning, mm-hmm. and they it communicated a lot of feeling in very little. And I think Rihanna's ability to to choose beats in the way that she does is very similar agree very artistic and very powerful yeah love that bitch work is a really good example of that i totally agree and this is another example where her words also provide the backbone Mm -hmm. of the song like if you stripped it away Mm -hmm. the beat's good but it's like it's not apparent that it's like a hit yeah yeah though i will say at the time when that song came out the other song that was on the the radio was the Fifth Harmony, I want to say, that you don't got to go to work. Work, work from home. Work, yeah. work, yeah. And I was like, I feel like I'm in a capitalist hell. Work. Everyone's telling me to work, 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 well, work, work, Well, this work. is interesting, but work is actually Jamaican patois for sex. Ayy, I didn't know that. Which I did not know, but I had to look it up. Um, and Rihanna's talking about, like, 
obviously anti especially she mm-hmm. she kind of uses some of those influences on yeah. the album and it got a lot of hate when it first came out because a lot of u.s listeners are like what the fuck is she saying like it's gibberish literally like, this is so stupid what a ripoff i'll fucking kill you i'll fucking kill all of you and it's not even the first time she's done that literally no, like um uh girl like me is a very like mm-hmm. barbados heavily influenced yeah. album and people are like this shit slaps and yeah I'm like y'all didn't come for sean paul when he was talking and all his patois you can't right. understand him either but you're like oh amazing i know so everybody was like up in arms or whatever but rihanna's basically saying like you get you can get what i'm saying but it's not perfect with this mm-hmm. patois because she's putting her barbados like right. twist on it um so i just thought that was really interesting but this is like I mean, you could play this even today, and you can't stop shaking your oh booty God, to this. Yes, and like, don't stop the music. Is the shoulders? This one's the hips. The hips. <laughs> like it's a you put a gyroscope in your spine, bitch, right. and twirl. That's amazing. And I also also like points because she has Drake on a leash in that video. <laughs> And I am like, you know what? It's amazing because a lot of people don't like Drake, and I get it because he's fucking grooming Millie Bobby Brown. But like, literally, literally, she just turned eighteen. So watch it; they're gonna be dating in two weeks. I hate it. Anyway, um, I've been looking for you all day. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. Well, we. Um, but just this, a lot of TikTok references in this episode. I hope my you bad. Guys, we're ready for that. Right. Anyway, what I do have to say though is like, despite Drake being questionable, mm-hmm. he is our uh, like. Without any question, one of the most important artists of the 2010s. Yeah. From, tw- like, 2009 up until 2019, his music was probably the backbone of pop for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so for Rihanna to be like, I have the backbone <laughs> of pop on a leash, on a bitch. Leash. Fuck you. Love, love her. It. Her power. Great song. Every song she's done with Drake is incredible. And I just want to know why she keeps breaking up with him. He must be doing something wrong. He likes them younger. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm saying he creeps me out, but I love his music and that is something I have to deal with every day. Yep. So. Let's unpack. Let's unpack. <laughs> um, do you want to go again since you have. Was work? work in the same spot as yours? Um, no, but we already covered it. I don't need to say more about it. Oh, you but... don't have any other, any other things to add to that? I, I could talk no, about No, just that the work is Jamaican Patois for sex. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. So. That is really cool. That, <laughs> yeah. It, so she's literally like sex, 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 sex. Which, you Give know. Give me all that sex, she... sex, 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 sex. And you know what? I will say this. Rihanna does strike me as someone who's going to be like, you can do the work, baby. I'm going to lay back like a pillow princess. Have fun. <laughs> and not to say that she wouldn't be able to lay it she down, but it. I know that she deserves she to deserves not. She deserves She's been working hard. Exactly. Okay. Um, you come right. out with 18 billion hits and you can lay down too. Yeah, babe. Yeah, whatever you want. Okay. Number four I have is uh, Bitch Better Have My Money, which is... Uh. One of my all-time favorite songs, and the only reason I don't have it as my number one right now, because in the past when I've done this Mm -hmm. bracket, because I have done this bracket before for fun in the middle of class, um, is because... As one does. As one does, (laughs) is because I have recently discovered that there are three other songs on this that I'm like, ah, I I can't ignore. Anyway, Bitch Better Have My Money is the fucking best song, because it's just, like, Rihanna and her gangster era. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't even stress how amazing it is. The music video... Phenomenal. Amazing. Phenomenal. It features um, an actor who I want to say is Julia Roberts' brother. Oh, okay. And is Emma Roberts' dad. Interesting. Yeah. And then also there's a woman's bare tits out. Hell yeah. And there's also a very lovely shot of uh, Rihanna's ass in the pool. Love to see it. Oh my gosh. And her looks. She's so fucking hot. Yes. <laughs> it's almost it's almost rude. I think rude boy of her. <laughs> um, very rude boy of her. No, I think she might be the most beautiful person alive. Seriously, when sometimes people are like, um, People magazines voted Jennifer Aniston most beautiful woman alive. Jennifer Aniston's great, but did Rihanna die? Seriously. And also like 
Never mind. I don't want to take down other women. I'm not like, going to take down other women. Jennifer Aniston is beautiful, but Rihanna but we know. is like literally. It's like, oh my God. Can we think outside the tradition box for yeah, like one for second? One second. Lord. And I, but I think what I also appreciate about her is the variety that she does mm-hmm. because she makes every aesthetic work for She's her. She's beautiful in anything. Uh, how? Anything. Anything. Like, any haircut, any she, makeup, any lip color, any earrings, any outfit. And, and you know what? Despite that, she is still willing and able and often sees the beauty in people that don't look anything like her. Mm-hmm. And I really fucking admire that. She's changed the game so much as far as makeup goes, as far as, you know, body positivity goes. Savage X Fenty, seriously, I'm not even lying, is one of the only places I can buy underwear from. Because wow. they're the only, like, people yeah. that will fit me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, not even a ridiculous size. I'm, like, maybe, what, like, at my biggest, a size 18. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I could not find... Underwear? Yeah, that's crazy. Insane. Because yeah. there are people that are fully much bigger than that, mm-hmm. and I can't even imagine what they do. Right. But Rihanna's like, this is fucked up, and not only am I going to give you this, I'm going to have models that are shaped like yeah. you. and male inclusivity as well. Yes. Yeah. And it's, you know, not to be like, well, what about the men? But seriously, <laughs> like, men, even less so than women, have less body diversity in yeah. models. They they have Nowadays, the same yeah, sure. body type, but yeah. Rihanna hires plus-size men, mm-hmm. which is, like, literally unheard of in any other place. Yeah. So I... She's literally changing everything, and yes. she's giving Victoria's Secret a run for their fucking money. As they should. They, I think what they were like, fuck, we're gonna go bankrupt because of this woman. And you know what's so funny is she, when she was on the, they did the runway and mm-hmm. she performed it. Have you seen that video of her, um, fresh At out the, the fresh out the runway? Yeah, yeah. And she's like walking down. She the. Oh, she fucking slays it better than any of those models. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm so glad you invented fashion I know. and modeling. Thanks for uh, arriving. Uh, but then the other thing that I wanted to talk on is like um, Fenty Beauty and its shade range. Oh, yes. Literally, it once yes. she came out, it was it was impossible for any other brands to get away with what they were doing mm-hmm. anymore. Because I, I remember a few weeks after she dropped, Tarte also released a new yeah, they're like, oh, line. Fuck. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck is this? You don't have this colors. This was like this... I'm holding my fingers up, but like yeah. it was like the tiniest little shade variety. It was like maybe four colors. Like, oh. Yeah. And they... And if it's four colors, they're all four versions of different white colors. Right. Rihanna's like, fuck you. I'm not even going to go out of the, yeah. the gate with that shit because it's stupid. Right. And so I, I admire her so much for those two things so love that anyway what a tangent um what song was i talking about it can't be understated enough bitch better have my money bitch better have my money because even though she's like this super like empathetic interesting wonderful creative and soft-spoken person angel yeah she's literally an angel she'll literally kill you yeah oh she she will this song was actually inspired by somebody who actually owed her money and then he went missing hey yeah. You know what? That's the only time where I'm like, I'm not going to question he was like, it. like, you know what? He probably deserved it. Probably deserved it. If your judgment thinks that he deserved it, he probably That's deserved right. it. That's right. So I love that song. Is this I, one in New York? This one is, yeah, New York. Tiffany Pollard, New York? Okay. Yeah, Tiffany Pollard, New York. <laughs> I had this written on, like, my wall in college in my my room. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm a, I'm a tough bitch acting like I wasn't some little chubby white girl from Northern Virginia. <laughs> I was like, can you Venmo me $5? Thanks. Dad, I'm, at the, I'm at the mechanics and I don't know what they're telling me <laughs> about the brakes. Can you talk to them? Me thinking I was Rihanna. One day. One day. One day. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Well, I'm continuing the theme, sort of, with the yeah. next one, sort of, um, which you might, hopefully hopefully not, but you mm-hmm. might have it on your list, and I think this is another New York one, but it's Pour It Up. Mm. Pour, it pour It Up. Pour It Up. Pour it up. up. Yeah. From Unapologetic 2012. Um, so, 
What's interesting about Bitch Better Have My Money and Pour It Up mm-hmm. is that this is, like, the feminine spin of male rap topics, like, cash, like, strippers, like, yes, all of that yeah. stuff, and it, she just totally turned it on its head and was like, women can do this, too, we're badasses, yeah. too. This was actually produced by Mike Will Made It, which I thought was interesting. Mike Will. Um, but he told Billboard magazine about Pour It Up that dope music is coming back, And he said, um, when they hear pour it up, girls won't be scared to flex and they won't be scared to talk about their money, which I think is awesome. And it's just this amazing trap, like strip club anthem that almost reads as like some, some people are saying that it reads as an answer song. So like a recall to Juicy J's bands and make her dance, Mm. um, which I think is interesting because Rihanna said, I can do it and do it better. Exactly. Which I love. Because bands (laughs) and make her dance is not even like. No, it's such a simple song. Right. Yeah. The bands and make her dance. She's like. Pour it up, pour it up. And, and, and men have done that. Like, it's been it's done. It's overdone, yeah. We get it. You like money and buttholes, okay? <laughs> and booties. Yeah, exactly. So, Rihanna just came out the gate with, like, stuff like, bitch better have my money and pour it up that I think, I mean, it was the first time I really heard a woman, a female artist, mm-hmm. like, talk about, you know, things like strippers, cash, and the music videos, too, continue mm-hmm. that theme. And okay. I was like, hell Yeah. This, literally, she's the closest thing I think we'll ever have to a superhero. I'm not even joking. <laughs> so Fuck. She could do anything. And I That's would be right. like, thank you. Thank you so much. So much. That Pour It Up's you. a good song. And you know what? It's, like, very much, like, a club song. But, like, you know it's a good one when you can imagine you're fucking plastered at 3 a.m. and ready to go home. And you're like, I can't even stand up anymore. <laughs> I'm getting in this cab. And the song comes on. And you're like, hold on. I Strip clothes and dollar bills. Still got a moment. <laughs> like, that's how you know it's a good song. That's if that's true. the song that's going to make you go back into the club. You. You're like, yeah. fucking, I got a second win. <laughs> Still got my money. Okay. Yeah, that one's amazing. <laughs> okay. Right, you're Number now. three I have is Desperado from Auntie. Oh! Yeah, I love that Living song. in a whole Monte Carlo. <laughs> so what's so fucking cool about this song is it reminds me, like, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but it, it gives me very much, like, Thelma Louise vibes, like, Ooh. woman on the run. Okay, yeah. Like, kind of outrun type of aesthetic. And it's almost country it in is that way. Right, yeah. And it's got some Western influence. Western yeah. influence. It's not a country per se, but like you hear it and it's like that opening. It's kind of creepy. It's like yeah. you can imagine just like a car driving down a desert highway. <sighs> I and I am a sucker for a fucking aesthetic, bitch. Like that yeah. song is so cool. It makes me feel like the main character immediately. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah. I, I, that's, that's all I really one. have to say about it. But I'm like, I can't ignore this one because it's not necessarily like a club banger or anything. Yeah, I'm trying to think which of the cities this would fit in. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm going to say New York just... again, but I don't know. This one's a wild card. This one's different than a lot of things that she's done. Uh, It is in L.A., actually. Damn it! But you know what? I think that that fits because L.A., you've got, like, the desert and stuff. That's true. Right? You've got that, like, Sierra Nevada yeah. type energy. That's true. So it... Desperado's very unique. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's unlike a lot of things mm-hmm. that she's done. Yeah. And it definitely does have, like, there's something about it that does have that country twang. Like, it's like, right. it's like seedy. It's like a, like a cowgirl on the run yeah. type of thing. If she were chaps, I would just pass out. Uh, I'm, I'm stressed at the image. <laughs> Me too. She could literally look good in anything. You could put her in a garbage bag and I'd be like, wow, the peak well, of fashion. Amazing. The Balenciaga <laughs> trash bag. <laughs> oh, phenomenal. Uh, yeah. No, that's my number three. Okay, number three for me, I think I'm on three, mm-hmm. um, Sex With Me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Such a good song. So all the rest of mine are from Auntie because it's yeah. the best album. So Auntie is her eighth studio album. This woman has made eight 
studio albums and they all have bangers on them, which is just incredible. But because I feel usually like, you have one flop. Right. And hers was like maybe her first one and she's like, I'm never doing that again. Or like I feel like to have that many popular top 100 songs, right. you'd have to have like 50 exactly. albums. She did it in eight. <gasps> look, look, look at how many songs are on this list I know, that were crazy. hits. That's crazy. I'm just, yeah. But Auntie, actually, so interestingly enough, the album itself, it was the first album to exclusively use Braille in its packaging, which was, like, unheard of. Ah! But Israel-born artist Ray Nachum, mm-hmm. Nachum, I'm probably butchering that, um, but he tied a, a blindfold over Rihanna's eyes, which is the inspiration for the artwork mm, as well, Yeah. Um, and watched her, basically had her approach three, like, card-sized um, cards for lack of a better term, on the table, um, while the songs from the anti-album played in the background. And it's like her reading the braille and, like, touching the braille. And so that artwork is featured, and it starts out, she's very, like, delicate, and the second card, she gets more, like, flowy with her Mm -hmm. movements on the braille, and by the third one, like, there's ink, like, all over it. And that's included in the packaging for Auntie, which is really, really, really cool. Yeah. Um, But it's covered in braille poetry, and so they just kind of had her, like, Mm -hmm. move her fingers over it, which, like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. Um, So... In this album, which we've touched upon a lot, but she wants to remind us that she comes from Barbados, bitch, and we cannot forget it. Yeah. (laughs) So, predominantly in the art, I'm sure we've all seen the Mm anti-cover, it's it's very unique. Yeah. That really hard-hitting red, that Mm -hmm. really awesome white, and then we have the crown. Yeah. That is a nod, actually, to the crown of Neptune, which is um, a direct reference to the trident on the Barbados flag. I love symbolism. I know, me too. So, I I don't know if you remember this. I actually remember this day. That album actually leaked. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Um, And I downloaded it, and I was walking from my poetry class. Yeah. When I, I was it. in college walking, yeah. too. I was like, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. so exciting. Oh, my gosh. But Sex With Me, in particular, is another one of those that is kind of like her old album leaking over into the new, mm-hmm. because Sex With Me kind of reminds me of Pour It Up and mm-hmm. Bitch Better Have My Money, because yeah. it's very much like, fuck you, fuck you think, mm-hmm. I'm a woman, I'm claiming my sexuality, like, I'm allowed to do this too kind of thing, yeah. and I just love this song. Yeah. Five yeah. fingers on it, five fingers. It's so good. Everybody <laughs> listen to it. Can I cannot guess, state that enough. Can you guess the era? <sighs> I, I mean, I kind of have to say the whole anti-album is Barbados, but I don't know. I feel like this one might be New York. It is New York, yeah. Okay, okay. The anti-album seems like it's kind of all across the board. Because, really? Okay. Yeah, because, you know, like, work is very Barbados, mm-hmm. but then, you know, James Joint is a little different, or, like, mm-hmm. uh, Desperado, right? So they're yeah. they're all pretty varied. Pose. There's a little... There's some random ones on anti that I listened to once, and I'll probably never listen to again. Yeah, I mean, they're... I wouldn't say they're, like... Stinkers, they're not awful, but they're, like, but they're just not. Yeah, well, what was really cool about Auntie was it was she was kind of in her experimental right. phase. Like she was like, y'all don't y'all think you know me as the pop bitch, mm-hmm. but I can be literally anything, yeah. and I'm gonna do a little yeah. little bit of everything yeah. for you and nail it. Every it time. wasn't very well received. Auntie no. was not. I mean, people obviously it had like she's she's a huge star, so it had a yeah. ton of buys and downloads and stuff. But I, again, a lot of people in the U.S. were like, "What the fuck is she saying?" And half of they don't. I'm like, let's calm down. They don't get art. Yeah, they don't get art, and that's why the. The anti ones are on my top three because it's Rihanna really coming into herself and being like, I'm making what I want to make. Literally. Yeah. Literally. It's like when, when Beyonce had that self-titled album that just dropped overnight. She's like, mm-hmm. I don't need all the fucking shit. Right. I'm going to make what I want mm-hmm. and you're going to love it. You're, you're going to eat gonna it, do it up. It. Sit down and shut up. The show's about to begin. Exactly. 
And Rihanna just fully did that too, and I really appreciate it. Um, but there's like you know funny stuff on there. Like she re-recorded that Tame Impala song, and it's basically the exact same yeah. thing. And she's like, and you guys are gonna fucking love yes. it. And I'm like, correct. I will eat it all up. Thank you so much. Um, I forgot about that one. That's one of the ones I'll never listen to again. Oh, like, but I don't see, really like, like that I one. like the Tame Impala song, and I do listen to it. They're completely interchangeable. Yeah. The Rihanna version, her version. That's the one that goes like. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. I love that song, and I think that the Rihanna version is good because her vocals are so like sexy. Yeah, that's Whereas, true. like the original, the like, original's like indie boy vocals. Very true. And so I'm like, what about Ooh. that one song? I, it might be Pose actually, where she's like, woo woo. Oh, <laughs> sorry, that song is called Woo. It's called Woo. Okay, okay, you're and, right. And it goes, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like woo very much. I don't like woo at all. <laughs> but um, you know what? That's okay, Rihanna. We're gonna allow you to experiment. And woo indeed. <laughs> woo indeed. Do we know why the album's called Auntie? Do we ever like? I don't know the meaning like, behind the meaning. Um, so I did actually do a deep dive into this, but this mm. is a much, much larger conversation, but it actually is anti-colonialism. Fuck yeah, yeah. get them, get them. That's what a lot of people were saying, and Rihanna did some interviews that kind of alluded to that. Mm. Um, and some songs actually, like, um, I think, I can't remember exactly, but I think it's Needed Me. Yeah. You can look at it, a lot of these songs from the perspective of romance and the perspective of being colonized. That's literally blowing my mind. I'm having cool. such a fucking good time with this. Yeah, oh. and the crown is around their eyes, like, mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. cover for a reason, because it's like, you're, they're blind yeah. to, like, you're, like, basically taking away their ability to... The crown blinds you or something. Yeah, shit. exactly. But then also we have the Barbados symbolism in there. Yeah, like, amazing. I'm, and it's so ironic that people were shitting on, on the way she talked in, like, her more traditional, like, way of speaking. Even to Americans. And you're like, it's not, it's not white enough. <laughs> I hate it. Thanks. <laughs> God, I, uh, I'm so mad What happened her. to Pond Day Replay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back when she was, uh, un- I couldn't understand her, but in a normal way. <laughs> no, and they forced the poor girl to have, like, the, like, blowout, like, straight hair. Oh they were like, listen, we only get CW curls and nothing else. <laughs> and you're going to wear those capri pants super low That's rise right. and that crop top Beachy that only waves. comes up to your boob. That's right. Dude, the, have you seen she wear like, it's like eight inches of torso, like yep. a whole fucking foot of tor- Yeah, anyway. Okay, number we're two for down. me. Yeah, we're getting down to the, to the nitty gritty is uh, Disturbia. <gasps> Talk about a song Great that, movie and song. Oh god, oh yeah. No, this song comes like packs a punch right out the gate. Bomb, bomb, yeah. beat up. This song is like... Me. Yeah. <gasps> Why do I feel like this? Goosebumps, I'm literally freaking out listening to it right now. I can't like... Oh, this is on my Halloween playlist. I love that, but I'll just listen to it all year round. Yeah. I fucking love it. And this is another song that if it comes on in, on in the club, I'm like, I gotta go back. Hold on. Second wind. <laughs> uh, what's wrong with me? Can't Why tell you, but... Like <laughs> I go crazy. Yeah, anyway. I love it. And I remember... I Okay. I remember seeing her perform it, and I don't know where, but it must have been some kind of like football game, halftime show type mm-hmm. of thing. And the, she was in this giant skirt that looked like a cake topper. It was like a mechanical skirt dome thing and it was like from her torso down and she was being like moved out right and then when she started singing hands started coming out of the skirt like zombie hands and it was it looked so fucking cool it was so dope i was like yeah this bitch knows what's up and so we're combining some of my favorite things we love a spooky undertone we do we love an excellent beat Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. she's just like serving serving looks yes serving vocals always it does not get any better as far as like dance music goes. I and think. how does she hit that note? I'm going crazy, now. girl. I don't know. She's amazing. She's amazing. That's a great song. I I'm so glad it. you put that on your list. I actually avoided like 
the really popular yeah. ones because I was really hoping that you'd put them on your list. And Disturbia was one of them that I yeah. love, but I was yeah. like, we're going to overlap. <laughs> I know, but well, we did overlap a lot. Yeah. Um, and there are some that I have on my other list, but that, that I didn't make it on We could do an honorable right. mention. We're yeah, probably yeah, yeah, at like yeah. three hours already, but... We're at an hour and 15 minutes. Ew. I think yeah. this might okay, be I'll our longest quickly. episode, but it's okay. <laughs> I'll go quickly. I'll go quickly. Okay. So number two for me is Needed Me off Anti mm-hmm, again. Mm-hmm. Um, she, in this song, is addressing an ex who is still obsessively in love with her. And Drake. this kick-ass song. And she basically scolds him. She's like, why the fuck do you love me so much? Who didn't? Who mm-hmm, wouldn't? Mm-hmm. I mean, excuse me. Um, and then she has that line, didn't I tell you that I was a savage? Like, bitch. Fuck your white horse in a carriage. I love her. I love her. (gasps) Okay. Now, this is another one. I think this is was needed me that can be viewed from the standpoint of romance and Mm -hmm. from the standpoint of being colonized. I love it. Fuck your white horse in a carriage. Oh, my God. Like, I didn't need saving. Didn't I tell you I was a savage? Et cetera, et cetera. Amazing. So but that our, changes, like, the whole definition of, like, savage, like, calling somebody a savage. I know, and sh- I know, exactly. Oh my God. Isn't that wild? <gasps> She's the genius. I know. So this is a Harmony Corinne, or Corrine, um, directed music video, mm-hmm. and it's super NSFW. We've all seen it. Mm-hmm. But she is wearing, like, all of the see-through stuff and then heels and a thong, which, thank you so much. I love you so much. But um, so much then she gets violent, and she shoots up a tattooed strip club customer um, three times at close range. This was actually co-written by Stara, or mm-hmm. I think it's Stara. It's either Stara or Stara. Yeah. Um, but actually, she wrote Nicki Minaj's No Frauds. Ah, I love that right. song, too. Drake's Fake Love <laughs> and Big Sean's No Favors. So she's Jeez. been, like, out there okay, doing the thing. Queen. Um, and it uses samples from 2011, a 2011 track titled I'm Good by YG. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool. And Needed Me is just one of those that... I, I love the symbolism in this one, the, the dichotomy between, like... I guess it's not really a dichotomy, but you can look at it from two different lenses. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's not a club hit. It's not one that you can play like, bitch, better have my money. But it's like one of those really heartfelt, yeah. like badass, like slow burn kind of songs. Yes, and yes. I just love her. You know, that's so funny because one of my top, my top song is also a ballad from Andy. Oh, tell me. <laughs> and it is Love on the Brain. Oh! I can't yes. sing it where the fuck, but I love that I will. One. I will try till Liz the day I you. die. <laughs> till the day I die. It's in my car all the time. And it's, it's so good. One of my favorite Belty songs. Um, and it's just, it's pure sexy, mm-hmm. but it's not vulgar. And it's right. like very much uh, talks about sex in the way of like being really in love with someone. Yep. And I think that that's a really fun topic that a lot of songs don't always touch on. Yeah. Like, they talk about sex in the, the way it's, like, strip is going up and down them poles, right. like, I fuck a bitch in the asshole, right. or whatever. Okay? Or it's... Le- actual lyrics. Liter- yes. Actual lyrics. Um, or, you know, it's kind of, like, flippant, but I, I really appreciate it, and, like, the, the lyric, put me together to throw me up against the wall, mm-hmm. is, like... Yeah. It's a really good one. I- that's it. a great one. I, I was like, okay, so this Spotify has a This Is Rihanna playlist, mm-hmm. and I was listening to it on the way here. Of course. There's so many good ones that mm-hmm. I had forgotten to put on my, or can't put on my list because it's only 10. I know. It was um, so hard. And Love on the Brain is definitely one of my oh, favorites. God. It is so good. And I, you can hear me squeaking in my car to that song. <laughs> you know, it honestly sounds like a classic, like, crooner song. Mm-hmm. Like, Frank Sinatra yeah. would easily sing yes. it. Yeah, it does have those kind of, like, 20s, 30s, yeah. 40s, 50s influences. So it's yeah. timeless in a yeah. way. And it, but and it's still so classically Rihanna. I couldn't see anyone else performing it as well. As totally her. agree. So I just fucking love that song. I fucking love everything she's ever touched. Even her bad songs are good songs. That's right. She's like pizza in a way. She's like pizza in a Even way. Even bad pizza is still pretty good. You know that is right. She's got a lot. Some a lot of really good ballads on Auntie. Actually, Higher is also really mm-hmm. good. Close to you, also really good. Yeah, I put close to you on mine. Um, 
at least in my bracket, because I had to replace a lot of the singles with other songs, mm. so I was analyzing it. Yeah. But, like, some fun ones, some some honorable mentions here that I would put. Um, let's see. Cockiness. Suck my cockiness. Like my persuasion. Yeah, I love that one. Jay-Z's in that one as well, too, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. You didn't say consideration. I thought Oh, you that's my talk. number one. Oh, shit. I totally... Great segue. Great segue. Hello, we're yeah. here. There I'll just go. quickly do consideration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me Okay. So consideration features SZA, who I love so yeah. much, and it makes so much sense that they work together because they have a lot of the same, like I've talked mm-hmm. about, lyrical, rhythmic um, decisions that just make the song go over the top. And you know what makes sense? Maybe Rihanna's passing the torch to SZA, so we've got Megan Doja <gasps> SZA, like that makes honestly, a lot of sense. Honestly, there's also someone yeah. I was listening to the other day, um, I think it's Mariah the Scientist, it could mm-hmm. be Maria, but I think it's Mariah the Scientist, she's very, she has very Rihanna-esque Rihanna-esque influences, so check her out if you fair, guys haven't. Fair, Um... Okay, so Consideration is stripped down. It's early 2000s feeling, like, mm-hmm. very out of left field for her um, hip-hop, and it's kind of glitchy, yeah. which I like. Yeah, the I beat like is that. very glitchy. If you, t- if you take away mm-hmm. the lyrics, the beat is like, wait, what the fuck's happening? It's yeah. kind of like the sepia, like, yeah, 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 you're like, hello. wait, what? Yeah. Um, the song speaks to the darker side of fame, so it addresses this, like, non-specific you. Mm-hmm. This is another one where you could take it from the lens of romance, or you can take it from the lens of, you know, somebody suppressing you. Amazing. Um, it could be an individual you, but it may also be a stand-in for a demanding audience as well so like demanding fans like why don't you like True. what i'm producing yeah. um kind of thing why will you never let me grow that's very much like a cry from an artist to her fans um or something that a stifled lover would like say to their partner mm, i love it i know isn't that great and the vo- the like the little vocals of like when i look outside. exactly which i love that part and that's this line and that can also be about like general feeling in a, in a relationship mm-hmm. or it's about life with like paparazzi following you around Mm. So it's like it's like all these angles that you could take consideration God. from, and it's just no matter the, what way you look at it, it works. I love a layered, a layered song. Yeah, and you don't, like I say, people write it off because she's a pop star. They mm-hmm. don't think it has that much depth. But yeah, it fucking does. Mm-hmm. It fucking does. Yeah. that shit's so. Mm. And this one's got to be Barbados, right? Uh, consideration Fully. is actually on New York. But Shit. I, but I could see the I do see the Barbados influence. Because sure. yeah, I feel like I feel like Rihanna's got that patois like mm-hmm. pull in the beginning and then SZA mm-hmm. cuts through with like yeah. very yeah. like you know what you would expect of like a pop song kind of thing. Of course. Yeah. You know, I like that. Great song. Did you have any other like honorable mentions that you wanted to talk about? I have about? so many honorable yeah, mentions. Um let's go through yours first and then I'll pull mine out. I'm just kind of looking at my list of all the songs I wrote down here. James Joint I like a lot. Russian Roulette, Close to You. Uh, I also have Rehab, Only oh, Girl. Yes. I like that. Um, I like Same Old Mistakes. I like that one. But that is a good one. Yeah. The Tame Impala. The Tame Impala yeah. one. And then another one I really like that a lot of people don't like is Shut Up and Drive. That's a great one. I love that song, but people are like, it's Where too camp. I guess so. But I love it. I think it's so fun. We're all forgetting about Birthday Cake. It's not even my birthday. That song, amazing. Um, Where Have You Been, also amazing. Um, Rated R has... Quite a lot that I just, like, wouldn't say out loud. Um, Rude Boy, as Ethan said, uh, which yes. is very nice. Yes. Um, and then we said um, Russian Roulette earlier, yeah. but we are not. We didn't include that because it's on our karaoke one. Um, and then Music of the Sun, like I said, I didn't listen yeah. to a lot from that one. Um, loud, let me see from Loud. Um, is it- What's My Name we talked about. Oh, Only Girl in the World talked about. Um, skin. Oh, yeah. Very, o- that's what, that one's a little Ooh. obviously sexy, Ooh. but. Yeah, or um, Talk That Talk. Yeah. I also really like Fresh Off the Runway just from that one, like, Victoria's Secret runway show. Yeah. 
fresh off the runway, yeah. bitch. I'm fresh off the runway. That oh. was very good. And, and then, then uh, S&M. I really like. Ooh, yeah. They're all good. Honestly, all we good. can just talk about every single hit Rihanna's ever had. Seriously. Welcome to the podcast. This is it now. That's right. <laughs> I think we're done. I think we're going to end it there. Please go listen to the Spotify This Is Rihanna station. Please. It's a fucking banger. And it's not just Rihanna. They've got some other shit in there that's mm. very, you know, fitting. Yeah. So we love that. And congrats, Rihanna. And congrats on your little And thanks baby. for being literally... Like you said, the closest thing that we have to a superhero. We love you. (laughs) Keep doing you. And don't feel pressured to release any new music. But if you do, bitch, I will literally die. So thank you so much. Okay, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. It has been so lovely having you in for our little tete-a-tete. If you have any further tittle-tattles or salacious salutations, you may contact us on the World Wide Web at tensontenspodcast.com. Or you may follow the ladies on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Tens On Tens Podcast. That's one zero S O N one zero S Podcast. Or via email at Tens On Tens Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, ta ta and toodaloo. Seize the day with another daily affirmation from Best Fiends. Enough is never enough. Why be happy with what you have when you can have more? By playing Best Fiends. With thousands of levels, there are always more puzzles to solve. Because more is better, and enough is never enough. Download Best Fiends for free today on the App Store or Google Play. You'll even get $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Only at Metro by T-Mobile, you can upgrade to 5G and get more savings with the lowest price on one line of unlimited 5G. Just $40, period. That's it. Taxes and fees included. Plus, more choices with the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch and save more. Only at Metro. Lowest price versus major national prepaid brands. The fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in and plan. See store for details.